Well, hello, everybody. This is Dr. Hank, and welcome to Agent Wealth Success. And you know what we do here. We help real estate agents and brokers to increase both your business and your wealth. And you know, every week we have just the most amazing, exciting people on that just uplift us, give us new knowledge. Uh, last week we had uh, magnetizing uh, marketing and literally a patented way to magnetize, have you become a magnet and uh, your marketing to become a magnet. Two weeks ago we had uh, one of the top brokers on in America. And uh, this week we have a special guest, one of the top agents in America and an executive as well with uh, Halo Grove Realty. And this man, this guy is it. Like he's been featured, he's in the Dallas uh, Fort Worth market. He's been featured in D Magazine and The Advocate, uh, recently recognized as an influencer in Modern Luxury Magazine. So welcome, Kevin Kasky. And Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hey, you bet, you bet. Well, let's get uh, into this. And I know you know you're on like the Metro Tech Board of Directors and the TAR of uh, Directors uh, uh, with TREPAC trustee and Executive Vice President of Halo Group uh, Realty. And you've really, you know, uh, you're just one of the shining lights in the real estate industry and would give us such a good reputation in the real estate industry. And I think probably one of the things that I'm, I'm most interested is I know you do a lot of different things, but you know, um, you you help your agents and you coach your agents. And how would you say coaching agents to success in today's market? How would you go about doing that, or what are your thoughts about that? Well, I think the biggest key is is really discipline. Um, if if an agent comes into the business and they've they've had their own business or they are able to come in and, and treat it like a business. Those are the ones that are easily coachable and the ones that, that tend to find success. Uh, the ones that come in and think it's gonna be easy or um, that we're gonna hand things to them or they're expecting the broker to make their business, they're gonna be sorely mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen that so often where people think, hey, I can make money like football players make, you know, professional football makers. And you can, uh, but just like professional football uh, players that, you know, they do a lot of different things. And like you said, discipline in that. And I think uh, I'm a mental scientist, so I may be biased, but I think that mental discipline is, you know, the most it kind of starts everything to be disciplined in the different things you have. Well, and I do, I have some agents recently that are a great example. They're ex-military, they're past Marines. And um, it, it was very interesting to see that every time I said, you should do this, they did it immediately. And all they did was what I've told them. And over the past two months, they've already had four closings and they have other deals in title. Mm -hmm. and, and things in the works, but mm -hmm. it's just amazing when you actually do what you should do, what yeah. happens. That's that's fascinating, and uh, and I love that. I was in the army, and so I can relate to that. That uh, boy, I was a kid, and that that army shirt shaped me up in a hurry and got me disciplined. And I don't think I ever went to school in high school, but when I uh, I got out of the army, that uh, you know I was there, got straight A's, and it's like you know I went from a, I think I had a one point eight grade point average when I got out of high school to a four you know that. 
uh, so I can relate to that. Can you share with us that what what are like specifically on what what steps did you ask those um, you know former Marines uh, and now agents that what steps did you uh, help them to be able to close four deals in the first two months? Well, I kind of what I mentioned, you know, a lot of agents come into the business and they expect to be handed things and, and mm -hmm. that it's going to be given to them and it's going to be easy. And yeah. the first thing I tell people is no, it's not. And yeah. you know, you have to develop your business through people, you know, and your sphere of influence. And mm -hmm. I always say, don't be a secret agent, you know, tell <laughs> everyone. And that's probably the biggest mistake is new agents come into the business and they don't, they don't want to bother people and they don't want to, you know, push themselves on, on their sphere of influence. And I'm like, that's what you have to do. You know, you have to come in and immediately start telling people, asking for their help. You know, I'm, I've started a new business as a real estate agent. You know, I need your help. I need, you know, your referrals. I need your personal business. And yeah. um, so I think probably the number one thing is, is build that database of people and mm -hmm. and start finding out who your um, supporters are and you know continually asking them for business in a a, a tasteful way, yeah, <laughs> not an annoying <laughs> way. Um, but but do that by sharing things that you do in in the business and and I'm big on social media and things like that. So you know one of the first things I tell people is to start you know, informing your database of your new business and then also, you know, create uh, that business. And that goes into a whole nother topic of marketing and branding and, and social media. Okay, cool. So, and, and is, are those the top three, would you say is marketing, branding, and then social media is that uh, at, once you get the database? Well, you know, I tell new agents cause they're all worried about training and, and the contracts and I'm like, you know, they've made those contracts so easy that once you do a few, I mean, of course there's always going to be different situations, but sure. I'm like, don't worry about the contracts. You know, the, the hardest thing in real estate is actually getting the, the clients. And yes. if you can get clients and secure loyalty in your clients, then mm. the rest of it is, is so, so easy. I see. Great. And so can you, um, let's talk a little about that marketing. I, 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 because I like that branding, uh, that marketing, branding, and, and social media. That what do you do um, when you say marketing? What are some of the tips that you do in order to be, you know, a top, uh, a top producing agent in the U.S.? You know, what, what do you do? Well, I mean, years ago, I guess I've been in the business nearly 20 years. And when yeah. I started, it was all face-to-face -face. you know mm. it was handshakes and conversations and coffees and yeah. dinners and parties um, or seeing people at the grocery store and yeah. now you know with social media and and having an online presence mm -hmm. it's so much different you know but it, it creates a whole nother set of, of um, hurdles because you know, people are like, well, what do I do on social media? And how do I reach out to people? And, and how do I market? And, mm -hmm. and I tell new agents, the first thing is create your brand. You know, you have to be different and, and identify 
who you are to your potential clients. And mm-hmm. I'll just use that couple I just mentioned, the husband sure. and wife team that just joined. Yeah. Uh, I told them, I said, come up with a brand that's you, that's marketable to the public. And mm. they came up with a logo mm. that um, was in line with them being prior military Marines. Uh, and mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's a, it was a, a great logo and branding um, piece. And so they've really jumped on that and, and used it on social media. And mm-hmm. I, I tell the story to other new agents that join since they have, I was on Facebook shopping on Facebook marketplace. <laughs> <for Okay. things. laughs> and I, in the middle of the things that were popping up, their ad popped up. And oh my gosh. I was so proud of them because I'm like, <laughs> they're brand new. They've already created a logo and, yeah. and it's already popping up in my Facebook stream. So that's great. They're already selling to you. <laughs> yes. And so if all agents did that, yeah. they would also find some level of, of success because mm-hmm. you know, you at our brokerage and, and many others, they allow you to brand yourself under the brand of the brokerage. So right. I've always done that because I started with a large franchise, but I always branded myself in a certain way, in a certain look Uh that people, when they saw my stuff, they knew it was me. So I tell agents, start out with that and and come up with something that's you and that fits you and, and keep that or a version of that throughout your career. And, and, you know, you'll get tired of it, but the public won't. So, (laughs) you know, start out with that and then, go from there. And, and if I can say that, I just love that Kevin on, um, you know, what the military people did is they, they picked something that was close to them, that they were familiar. You know, we always have, we have a tendency to think like, well, I got to go create something new or, you know, be something different than what I am. And it's this idea about whatever's close to you, because just think of military on where that can get you on, wow, your service with the military and, you know, people are loyal to America, the United States, and, and you know, they want to help the, you know, previous people that have served. And so, you know, there's all kinds of things, and then they can become experts at with military people to get a lender that does military, you know, loans and gives them, an, uh, a, you know, good offers. And it's just there's never ending. There's really no end to it when you look at, hey, just what is it that that I like and you know that I want to do, and. Um, on that, so we, we did the marketing, the branding, and talked about, um, you know, marketing yourself and online, and so that would include like a website, and then the social media, and can you talk more about what, what do you do, or what do you teach your agents to do uh, on social media, like how did they so quickly get up there, and you know, did they pay a lot of money and with Facebook, or how did all that happen? Well, you know, I hate to say it, but the days of the website are kind of gone because the consumer, I mean, they basically pull up in front of a house and see a sign and they just put in the address in their search bar, ask Siri or, you know, Alexa or whoever, (laughs) uh, the address and and they get all the information. So, um, you know, websites aren't really as crucial as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I know phone time or sign calls, you know, I've predominantly been a big listing agent for 
since I started. And those awesome. sign calls just don't come in like they used to because people have that information mm-hmm. available. So uh, it, you have to find another way mm-hmm. to reach those people. And that's where social media comes in. And when I first started on social media, I, I taught agents to just have a personal page because real estate is so personal that mm-hmm. you know most of your business uh, unless you found some online, you know, lead generation thing that works, most right. of your business will come from your sphere of influence. So mm-hmm. it's from people, you know, or people that they know. And yeah. so I used to tell people just have your personal page and mix in a, a certain percentage of business and personal. Mm-hmm. But now with the, the creation of business pages and mm-hmm. then allowing you to boost posts and make ads through your business page. Yeah. You know, it is essential that, that agents have a business page too. Okay. Um, but in that mix, you also have to make sure that you're not bombarding people that are friends with your personal page and your business page with the exact same information because uh, there's nothing more annoying than to get two identical posts. And yeah. so I tell agents, you know, it, it's almost like your own little publicity um, mm-hmm. format. So yeah. you want to put the image out there that, that you want them to see. So, mm-hmm. you know, personally, I have two 12 year olds. So, oh. you know, there's, there's going to be some, you know, dad stuff on there. There's going to be personal things yeah. um, because I've found that whether it be your next client or the next agent I recruit, if, if they don't comment to you when they see you on the business stuff you post, they will on the personal. So ah. you've got to have a good mix of that. And, mm-hmm. and there's not a formula, but just, you know, yeah. think about if you were looking at someone's page, what you would be interested in. So I try to, everything from the cover photo to your profile picture mm-hmm. to the, the things that you post, you know, do that strategically. Yeah. Um, you know, of course with things you enjoy, but also with the idea that you are promoting yourself and your business. So um, personal page, you know, have some real estate things, check in when you're at real estate events, um, but things that are interesting, you know, share things, your new listing that's really cool. People that I went to high school with that I haven't seen since high school. If I post a really new cool listing, you know, they make comments on it and people just love real estate. So I think in your personal page, do that and your business page, you know, make that a little more strategic as far as business, Mm -hmm. but do different things and have a mix of, of information. So you don't lose your client's interest. Yeah, that that's fantastic and great information on that, and I love that. That um, you mentioned that you're uh, you're really a master at listings, and can you share with us how do you um, uh, get? Uh, how are you able to do that? You know, year after year, you continue to get listings. That what, what's your formula for that? Well, you know, back in the day when I started, um, my business really kicked off because I used to pull expired and, and um, canceled listings. I used to call and market to them for sell by owners, you know, mm-hmm. because when you first start, you've got to kind of create your business. And mm-hmm. so in the beginning I did that. Um, yeah. Now when the downturn came, everyone started doing that. So <laughs> it, it, it got a little more difficult because in the beginning there were, 
a couple of us that would show up at listing appointments for those. And we were the only ones really doing it, but now there's a lot more. And so that's, that market is kind of tapped. You really have to Mm -hmm. work very hard to um, make a business out of that. So with that said, you know, really your sphere of influence and people, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I tell new agents, you know, whoever cuts your hair or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, you use for services, you know, ask them for their business. And mm-hmm. so a lot of my um, business through the years, as far as listings came from um, the people I know and referrals from people I know, mm-hmm. uh, but, but even just keeping your ears open and listening for when people say, you know, I'm, I'm looking to sell and, mm-hmm. and asking for their business. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, and I think when you get one listing, use that and build on it to get your next listing and your next right. listing. Right. I always right. tell people I don't love open houses because, you know, unless, unless you really promote them and they're on the right day, um, you do sit there sometimes. And um, I've found that a lot of agents, when the neighbors walk in, they kind of go, oh, you're a neighbor. Um, and they <laughs> right. don't really focus on them, but I do the opposite. If it's a neighbor, Mm -hmm. they may know someone that wants to buy that house, but more importantly, they may be looking at you as their, their listing agent for when they want to sell. So a lot of my business, I didn't get buyers from open houses, but I got future listings. Wow. That's great. I always used an open house as an opportunity to meet the neighbors. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times I'll have someone or even I'll do it myself before an open house walk the neighborhood with a a really well-designed invitation um, for them to come to the open house Mm -hmm. and then also put that on social media and boost the post. Um, You asked about money earlier on, you know, Facebook marketing and social media. Right. Um, You know, it's very inexpensive to Mm -hmm. put a post on there and boost it, for example, for an open Mm -hmm. house. So, you know, those things are very inexpensive and you can target your market so you can pick who it goes to and and that that helps you you know not spend too much money yeah i i yeah i really like that and and uh really it's get that listing that initial listing and then you mentioned in there on um and keep your ears open so where are you to keep your ears open for those opportunities everywhere um, <laughs> I mean, you'll, if you ask my children, they would say that I, I really don't ever stop working. Um, I mean, you know, luckily in the days of, of technology now, we can work anywhere. So yeah. it, it's not like they're neglected. But um, right. <laughs> it, it's, they know that if, if, if I get a phone call I have to handle, I'll step away. Or right. if I, you know, we're at Starbucks or wherever, mm-hmm. and I hear someone talking about real estate, I'm going to jump in. So, oh, okay. You know, okay. so really anywhere you are, yeah. you know, hopefully if you're in this business, you enjoy it and you enjoy working with people and talking to people. So, you yeah. know, it's almost like I have this radar that if I right. hear anything about real estate, my ears perk up. <laughs> yeah. And I really like that about anybody's talking about real estate at all, jump in and, you know, and, and we're not, none of us are strangers. We were brought up to believe that don't talk to strangers, <laughs> but the fact is we're all tied with the same, you know, God with the same desires uh, pretty much. So, and uh, because of that, then, you know, nobody's really a stranger and, and the value that you can, that all of us can add because we 
are experienced uh, and know the real estate industry more. And in fact, we know it so well that most people just assume that, you know, they don't know very much because they're just used to knowing a lot about it. And yeah. Well, it is funny because when I started, I told some of my friends, I said, you know, I want to be famous. And they're like, you're a realtor. What do you mean famous? And I said, well, I don't want to have to bring it up. You know, I want to go to a, a party and have people come to me and say, you know, how's the market? You know, I want to be at the grocery store in line and have people come to me. You know, I don't want to always have to bring that up. And it does take a few years. But, you know, if you market correctly, if you network correctly, you know, if you're doing any business at all, people yeah. start noticing and therefore, you know, they always ask, you know, that's yeah. the first question. How's the real yeah. estate market? Uh, so I, it, yeah. it's, it, if you train your sphere of influence, right, then you don't, you don't have to try as hard after a few years. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, any other little tidbits on how to be famous? I like that. I, w I want to be famous. And, uh, yeah. Well, the two, the two biggest tips as far as that goes is, uh -huh. you know, one, I tell new agents specifically, wear your name badge. You know, when you mm -hmm. go somewhere, mm -hmm. um, whether it be the grocery store or, you know, to get coffee or mm -hmm. at a kid's event, you know, act like you're coming from work and wear that name badge. And <laughs> yeah. That's just a subtle way to mm -hmm. have people um, ask or know that you're in the business because, I, I'm definitely not an aggressive person as far as that goes. Um, yeah. You know, I would rather be on social media and see something that's going on in their life. You know, yes. one time a little boy broke his arm on the last play of the last game of his football <laughs> season. And, you know, the parents had, I think, two other smaller children. Uh -huh. And I just sent them a handwritten note and said, Hey, if no. you need anything, I'm here. And you would have thought that I offered the world. <laughs> right. they were like, no one else sent us a handwritten note. No one else said anything. So wow. I just think if you, you know, mm. and that's one thing I talk about too. Don't just rely on social media. You know, you've mm. got to do the old fashioned things too. Yeah. The face to face and the handwritten notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but boy, that's great. And and just so you know, I'm taking notes here, and I, I I and I recommend for our audience here take notes because again, these are you know it sounds kind of like simple, and you say oh I know that, but write it down, and when you review it, you'll be able to really start reflecting on that and say you know am I doing that? Have I written any notes? You know, thank you notes, or I love yours on you know a helpful note. How can I help? You know, and by just being able to uh, and offer others help. Help. And then you mentioned earlier also to ask for help. And so when you ask for help that, you know, people, hey, I'd like, I, I'd like to be able to help uh, some people sell their homes in this, you know, in our neighborhood. And, and you know anybody that, or who do you know is probably a better question, you know, who do you know? Well, and that's hard. It's hard for some people to, I, I don't like being salesy or, or I hate to say the word fake, but yeah. I, I, I like I, I want to have a reason to call. So whether it's I'm recruiting a, an agent to our company or, you know, connecting with someone in my sphere of influence, mm -hmm. I, I like to have a reason. So, yeah. you know, whether it be just their birthday, you know, yeah. I mm -hmm. love sending a, a, a video on Facebook messenger to them just saying happy birthday or, yeah. uh, you know, if, if there's something in their life going on, you know, reaching out, 
both both my parents are have passed away. So uh-huh. you know, when someone has um, that situation happen, mm-hmm. you know that that to me that makes me feel that I I do have a sense of how they feel. So yeah. I'll reach out to them, you know, privately yeah. about something like that. And to oh. me, that's genuine. You know, it's yeah. not. Yeah. And, and I mean, of course, we all have a an underlying um, sense of of it is for our business, but it's also just because we're a fellow human being and it's right. part of life. But right. you know, you want to support people no matter what. But if it does help you connect and and create yeah. more business, then that's just a, a residual positive yeah. thing from it. I just love that approach and, and like on that happy birthday, I, I love that video on, on the happy birthday and doing it, you know, in messenger and not just doing, you know, posting to their Facebook page, but actually, you know, say, I, I personally sing happy birthday to people and normally I do it <laughs> on, on the phone. And, uh, but I, I like the idea of doing a video on that. And, you know, sending Well, my, my business partner for a while, she was singing happy birthday to, everyone she was friends with on Facebook until a couple of people said, um, I think you need to stop. <laughs> I think it was her singing skills. That, uh, <laughs> I hear you there. That's great. Um, how should buyers and sellers pick a realtor that, that, you know, how, how does that play out? Well, you know, that is a, an interesting topic because I've had a lot of uh, newer agents and even some seasoned agents recently ask me, you know, how do you deal with um, a friend or a relative choosing someone else and not you? And so that topic has kind of been something I've discussed with agents recently. Mm. And, you know, my personal opinion is if you're my friend or my relative or someone I know, I don't necessarily want you to use me just because of our relationship. I want you to use me because I think I'm a great agent. So um, the only thing I do expect is, is for you to interview me. And that was what I mentioned to the several people that have asked that lately is, you know, I would be disappointed if, if a friend or relative didn't call me at least to interview, but I've always been of the mindset if they call me and I interview, I'm going to do 110% in my A game. I'm not going to like assume they're going to use me because of our personal relationship. So I I tell agents, you know, you, you have to earn that business, but Mm. you know, ask for it. It goes back to saying, you know, you don't want to show up at your aunt's house for Thanksgiving and there'd be a, a real estate sign in the yard. You didn't know anything about it. And so, it's, yeah. you know, consumers don't really realize that though. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them, they think, Oh, well, I don't want to mix business and personal, or right. I don't want the agent to know, you know, someone I know to know about my personal business. And yeah. my answer to that is, is, you know, who better to help you than someone mm-hmm. that actually knows you and cares about you. Um, mm-hmm. And then also we don't really know your personal business because, you know, the lender works with you on the financials. We really don't go into that. So yeah. I, I, I kind of had a, a revelation when I did, it, it's been a few years ago, but at a client appreciation event and being 
in leadership in, you know, for the past, I guess, eight or nine years. Um, I don't really do a lot of personal marketing. Most of my business just comes from past clients and my sphere of influence. And um, I had a client appreciation event and I would say 80% of the people there were from my church. Mm -hmm. And that really made me realize that, um, you know, personal relationships and things you do every day Mm -hmm. are really the best clients to get. And, Mm -hmm you know, people trust you if you have something in common, whether it be, you know, church or a hobby or, mm-hmm. you know, something you, you have in common. But mm-hmm. I think that just showed me that people do trust, trust you and use you if one, they have that relationship, but two, mm-hmm. you have to prove to, to them that you can get the job. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that one too, about the relatives one on uh, who better to help you than who knows you and cares about you. And I really love that cares about you on that. I always, uh, I've shared with my agents that, that, um, you know, they'll say like, well, I had to give a discount to my relatives and I go, Oh my God, that you you should should charge them more. (laughs) (laughs) For, For because they're bothering you all the time or, you know, what, Whatever. But I also say, hey, I'm going to give you premium service at the regular price. And, you know, and so that helps settle them that it's like, oh, my gosh, maybe you would charge me more. And so but hey, I'm going to give you premium service, but at the regular price. So I uh, but I love that uh, caring about it and client appreciation events. So you mentioned that basically most of your business being one of the top, you know, agents, executives in in America, that uh, it's basically your sphere of influence and uh, your business that you've had uh, in the past and and that's how you, you know, continue to maintain that. And you're just a nice guy. You know, people can tell that, hey, Kevin, you know, Kevin Caskey's a good guy. And um, are there, um, there, there's some things about um, advising sellers too on what do you do because you're, again, this listing magnet, if you will. And I always encourage agents to, um, you know, if there's an easy road, the buyer isn't necessarily the easiest road. The selling is, you know, where you don't have to take them around everywhere. You're well, the- I mean, the, there's good and bad on both. Uh, uh-huh. I've just enjoyed because I do love marketing. You know, uh-huh. I, I've enjoyed working with sellers mm-hmm. a little more because, you know, they're really committing to you more than a buyer because you're listing their property and marketing yeah. their property. A buyer could just be tire kicking or, or their situation change. But, you know, as far as sellers, um, I think I I grew up enjoying architecture and and design and thought I wanted to be an architect, but ended up being a realtor. Um, (laughs) I think I didn't like the technical aspect of the electrical and concrete (laughs) schedules, but um, like the design aspect. So that Mm -hmm. I've kind of incorporated that in recent years because Really, when I started um, years ago, people just kind of sold their houses as they were, and Mm. buyers were not near as picky. But I think my opinion is as the prices have increased and um, as prices have increased and uh, buyers' uh, money is a little more scarce, Mm. they, they, they are more particular in what they buy. So a seller does have to have their house a little more ready 
than they used to. And, and the photography has to be superior to okay. the next listing or, you know, you lose. So mm. I have um, utilized some of that, that um, design aspect that I, I love in oh, cool. uh, listings. So, uh -huh. you know, I've even um, had a stager that does design ask me to come in and consult you know, okay. on some projects wow. because of that. And yeah. I, I think sellers, I don't want them to come in and just redo their whole house, but if mm -hmm. we can come in and just do some, you know, even staging of furniture or, you know, repaint this to where it's a little more marketable, yeah. um, you know, small things, you know, the mm -hmm. maintenance issues, the decluttering, all of that helps their house sell for more and, and faster. So, uh -huh. you know, you have to come in and be honest about those things. And if you can't, then find a stager or someone that, that can come in and, and say that for you, you know, yeah. and, and then pricing and, and being honest, you know, you have to tell them, okay, you're saying you want 500 for your house, but really realistically, it, even if you've got 500 and they had financing, the appraisal's not going to come in. So yeah, right. I've found a lot of agents are scared to tell the seller, mm -hmm. you know, to declutter or to price it correctly. So I mm -hmm. think as far as sellers, you know, you just have to be upfront and honest because in the end, um, going back to what I said earlier in expired listings, mm -hmm. I had to be honest because in, in my early years, I would take over for an agent that wasn't honest and didn't mm -hmm. tell them what they needed right. to do or the correct price, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to be really upfront and honest and have good communication with sellers. Yeah. Awesome. That's just great. Um, and then I think maybe one last thing on, uh, I know that you really focus a lot on knowing your market and can you help us to, uh, what, what's the value first of all, of knowing your, the market and then, um, how do you go about doing that? What are your thoughts on that? Well, um, in today's, um, specifically in DFW, but I think all over the country, mm. we have so many new realtors and people get into the business and they think it's going to be easy or they, um, they're part-time and they don't really know the market. And so I tell all new agents, it's so important to learn the market you want to work in. Um, I can sell a house anywhere because you can pull comps and you can research and you can do all that. And it's so easy now that we have online resources, but right. you know, to really be an expert and know your area where you want to work. And mm -hmm. in, in our market, you know, we have local MLS meetings where uh -huh. you can go and hear a speaker that talks about a relevant topic in our mm -hmm. area. Um, mm -hmm. you can go on tour and see new listings and properties that have, have had price reductions. And mm -hmm. I think that's so important to, to go preview and know mm -hmm. what's on the market. We even call it uh, for sell by owners and that's kind of our end to see the house is, mm -hmm. you know, we want to know what's on the market in case we have a buyer that uh, wants your house. You know, uh, of course we want to list it if sure. you to use a realtor, but you know, <clears throat> what if we have a buyer? You yeah. Know? That's a great point. Yeah. But I think learning your market is so important and then being involved. You know, I mm -hmm. am such an advocate of being involved in your local association because mm -hmm. I've gained so much through the years. I was a local early on in my career. I was one of the local MLS chairs and that position 
taught me about that area. And also it taught me um, that I did need to be involved. And those relationships that you build with other agents are important because they want to work with you. And when they have a new listing coming on, they want to, to sell it before it goes on the market, or they want to call you on your listing and work with you because they trust you. and They know that you're, you know, on top of things. And, and right. that's one thing, probably one of my biggest uh, pieces of advice to agents and brokers, you know, answer your phone because <laughs> yeah. so many agents do not answer their phone. Right. Whether it's another agent calling or a potential client, you know, you've mm-hmm. got to, to pick up the phone and, and talk to them or, you know, yeah. you'll kind of lose space. Absolutely. You bet. You bet. Well, and you know what I love about that too, Kevin, is you walk the talk again, you're the board of directors of MetroTax, uh, board of directors of TAR, you're a trustee for uh, TREPAC, uh, you're executive VP of, you know, your realty, Halo Group Realty. So it's like you walk the talk and are able to do it. So um, in just finishing up, uh, we have a couple minutes here that what would you like to share with us on you know, kind of the biggest aha for you or your counsel, your experience, your wisdom, uh, any last words that you'd like to share with us? Well, you know, I think I've, I've mentioned a lot of, of things specifically for new agents and, and getting in the business, but um, really just for agents or even brokers, treat it like a business. And uh, yeah. you've, you've got to, um, you don't have to work. Some people think you have to work 70, 80 hours a week. You don't. Um, I started my first year as a part-time agent and found great success, but that's because I worked smarter, not harder. So, you know, you want to, um, don't get sucked into the world of social media and and start looking at kitten videos and all that, you know, really schedule your time. And and I'm not great at time blocking, but Uh um, we all put out those fires that that arise right in front of us. But, you know, stay on track and and set your goals and and track those. Because, you know, when I first started as an agent, I had them on paper on the back of my door. And every time I had a closing, I'd mark it and see how I was. So I think one of the, the biggest things is to, to set those goals and stay on track and don't get some, sometimes new agents and, and existing agents have a roller coaster of, of income because they, they're always just focused on that one deal. You know, you've yeah. got to look towards the future and build your business and market your business and have those goals. And right. probably the biggest piece of advice is to, to do that and treat it like it is a business. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I appreciate that, Kevin, that uh, this is will help all of us to do better listings, to build a business and be able to have it to where you're not working all the time and you are focused with uh, on those what I call high payoff activities that are able to do it. So I appreciate uh, all of your wisdom for us today and to all of you out there at Agent uh, Wealth Success uh, listeners and viewers that I I wish you all the best today and just take some of this to heart. Write it down, start implementing uh, the wisdom that Kevin shared with us and you'll see too that you will be successful and be, do, and have all the things that you desire. And with that, Kevin, thanks again. Appreciate you. All the best. (laughs) And thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.